Blue Man Group. Hey, okay. I couldn't tell you how many times I've seen the Blue Man Group. Are live. you fucking serious? I am 100% serious. What? It was. <laughs> To show me yours podcast, uh, I'm. <laughs> oh, you're so, it was close. <laughs> I'm Jackie Agnew. I'm Johnny DeVito. <laughs> and I'm Ty Wazana. Johnny, yes. you sound a little defeated. <laughs> you sound a little, a little down. A I'm little, a little, what's going a little on, deflated. Guys, I'm a little I, defla- yeah, defeated, 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 down and deflated. And deflated. <laughs> There's a reason why What's my up? face is really red and uh, I might not sound, you know what I mean, as, as, as hyped up as I normally am with the kind of energy that I come in here to spread in peace and love because we probably just uh, did, I don't know what, our maybe best fifth, maybe 20 minutes our best, ever. Yeah. Our best 20 minute opener. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was fucking fire. Um, absolute, like, uh, honestly, like in between, right? We like to fuck around and then before we get into the story, my God, like we were just on this roll and oh, I yeah. don't think we could recapture that lightning in a bottle and I just looked down to be like man we're killing it right now <laughs> like <laughs> time's probably flying and I looked down <laughs> at the audio which is my thing <laughs> um, so there's video of all of it yeah. uh, we can talk about it basically for the listener um, if you guys are wondering um, is the reason that Hitler was so mad is because people kept coming back in time to kill him since he was a baby that's right. kind of the theory I think that uh, that we came to he's killed so many men and that was the reason, kind of in a Terminator thing. We're not going to be able to capture that <laughs> lightning again. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it really worked out in bullet, <laughs> bullet, bullet point. Yeah. Sounded, sounded to be honest, I did, heard it. I heard it. Did, it came yeah, out of my mouth. Sounded did, weird. Yeah. To be completely honest, we did 20 minutes of Hitler off the top. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. We yeah. could lose that. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I should yeah. actually be super sad about losing Yeah. Oh, no. Losing you should still feel bad. Oh, I do just professionally speaking. <laughs> Um, but yeah. uh, while we got you here, hit that uh, hit that like button, leave a comment, uh, uh, leave a five star review. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, uh, TikTok. Uh, share us on your story uh, and share us word of mouth with your mouth mm-hmm. hole. Share us um, yeah. to your friends, your family, uh, your neighbors. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, <laughs> Beside and across Kitty Corner, through the alleyway. Tell everyone if you pick up us like a seashell on the shore and you scream oh. it into Ooh. that seashell, then the next time that person picks it up to hear the ocean, right, will hear. Show me yours. Put a message in a bottle. Yeah. Oh, sting it up. Little, yeah. 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 Toss it into the sea. Yeah. Do you yeah. like you? It's got to be like a pla- um, uh, not a plastic bottle because wouldn't that oh, be weird if like that? Uh, if it's like just that like plastic, a plastic water bottle yeah. washes up. No, it, that's no, the reason it, yeah. for all the <laughs> for yeah, that yeah, giant thing. People trying to message each other. There's a lot of people on islands that are deserted that are just trying to find Gilligan and the rest of the crew. There's a lot of Gilligans out there. Yeah. Did you know that every plastic bottle in the ocean also has a note in it? Yeah. <laughs> it has to be yeah so that's interesting though so it has to be a glass bottle but when you guys picture a glass bottle what do you picture stopping stopping it in this situation mm-hmm. um a cork right yeah, a cork. yeah yeah but are corks not porous corks are 
Well, no. Okay, so like to to use a cork for wine making, I heard one time that it has to be like aged for like a certain amount of years. Now they have like um like new cork technology or whatever. There's like right. but like um you know a like new like, cork. Yeah, yeah right. New cork. But old school cork technology was basically it's like the the materials are like aged enough or whatever so that um because wine bottles like you know so you can store them on their side or whatever mm -hmm. right. None of that wine is ever going to get out. So technically, right. none of that water should get in if it's good cork. If it's a good cork, yeah. of course, but I'm of corks. <laughs> um, but I'm talking like uh, old school message in a bottle days. Yes. Um, you don't have access to the finest cork technology. And so presumably a lot of these messages were getting waterlogged. Well, I think traditionally a message in a bottle is always like um, like a last ditch effort. Right. So like it's, um, you know, or unless somebody's just like poetic, you know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Somebody like, uh, you know, you got like a Jack Kerouac at sea kind of person or whatever. Right. Just kind of tossing, <laughs> you know, messages to <laughs> yeah. the wind. Right? Just some guy eating peanut butter getting blown off by William yeah. Burroughs right in the note into the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's you romantic, Johnny. Yeah, 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 yeah. I get it. No, I get it. Romantic yeah. vision there. You know, my dad calls him a queer. I call him an artist. You know what I mean? What are you gonna do? Um, but at the, um, you know, at, um, I think like uh, in so in a time of distress and panic, then you're gonna reach for whatever bottle um, is uh, at hand. I do think though that um, if you did go with like some other kind of situation, like you know, um, uh, like Grolsch beer. Kind yep. of comes with like yep. the pop yeah, top, like the I mean? Stein oh, yeah. kind of situation. Yeah, right. Something I, you know, well, I, mean, I like I, those. Yeah, you when did those come into play though? There's rubber and stuff those on great. those, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah I think yeah. that's uh, yeah, yeah. To like a rubber stopper. Totally. Yeah. When we were in film school and we had our writing for uh, radio class, yeah. did you do that class? Um, I did not. Oh, did I? I don't probably. I th it was I, a while I ago. don't remember. But we had to write um, a radio ad. For for Grolsch beer. Oh yeah, and that was it was like a marketing thing. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah, yeah. and uh, I won. I won. Uh, I wrote the oh, best. Oh yeah, that's right. And so I got a case of Grolsch beer. And oh, you shared them with it was me. A six pack. Yeah. That was good times. Was, yeah. Yeah. Well, a six pack yeah. Grolsch is the same price as a case of beer. So. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <coughs> yeah. It was. Uh, all right, cool. Yeah. Hard break. Cool flex. Yeah. So I <laughs> passed that six beers long because I don't like drinking. Yeah. <laughs> it was not at a sound. At the time, though, at the time, I was drinking beers. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I mean, fucking, like yeah. You're yeah. in school. You're like, I'm drinking anything. That yeah. was, yeah. Those were 340 oh. days when we were drinking oh, that yeah. fucking god awful piss beer that they have. That they, what is it called again? AGD. Baby. AGD. And oh, then yeah, our, you ordered it when we were in, uh, when we were at the grind. Whatever. Alberta genuine yeah. draft. Hell I remember yeah. you got it, and then you're like, "Fuck, this beer kind of sucks." And I remember seeing it and be like, "Oh my god, that's a 340 beer. That's <laughs> the worst fucking it. beer in the world." Yeah, and um, it was just always warm, always warm. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. and flat too, right? And but those lines yeah. were not clean. Mm -mm. Yeah. Mm, no, yeah, no, 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 they no, weren't. No. But uh, but the people were always nice. Oh yeah, I really. Oh miss that man, place. yeah, I miss that place too. That was one of the. Um, one of the more sad uh, results of COVID, other than yeah. the millions of people dying. Just a true like drinkers <laughs> like dive bar or whatever, right? It was yeah. really fun to see people, um, like if you're gonna go out drinking with somebody, right, and like just want to like listen to some tunes and shit like that, not 
like go clubbing or anything like that. Sit at a fucking table, shoot the shit, you know. What yeah. I mean? Like and, and drink. Those were like that's that's my preferred. There's a good uh, crawl for a gas head of those. Types oh, absolutely. Of bars, yeah, right? absolutely. But like when you walk into that one, you know what I mean? Just with like the clientele, with like yeah. an aging SNFU, <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. falling off the one member at, one least. Member at least is yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. You're yeah. not like not like, not a guy with a badge, a member yeah. of yeah. the band. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know what I mean? Well, Chai was just like the lemmy of that whole fucking area, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, right? Huge, and I mean, huge, like, that was, yeah. like, so much fun. It was so funny to see people be like, ew, this place is fucking disgusting. We can't even, like, order fries or whatever. And I'm like, that's why you come here. Yeah. <laughs> like you were just Fuck really, you, the fries are good. Yeah. yeah. We used to get food there all the time because they used to work at the Cambi right beside it. Yeah. Like, way back. Well, it yeah. was, like, uh, at the time that we were there, like, that, they, like, that kitchen. They, like, sometimes went in had and out a kitchen and, and, and sometimes yeah. didn't, yeah, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. And the kitchen always served different things. Like, yeah. sometimes they didn't have fries. You sometimes know? Yeah. just hot dogs and Fritos and yeah. shit. Fuck yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, it was like our cheers. Like we'd walk totally. in and they'd be like, Jackie, Johnny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, were we would like, we wouldn't be the there for like the week or whatever. And then we'd yeah. come in for the weekend. And they'd be like, where you been? Yeah. <laughs> shit like that. We would like, go in like during our, our like hour lunch break that we got at yeah. school. And then we would come back after class and all like yeah. we were there fucking like twice. And then so we'd be in there for an hour in the afternoon and then come back whenever classes ended at like fucking mm-hmm. You know, whenever and be there fucking all night. Like, yeah, fans yeah. of the podcast will remember Jackie might have hinted at uh, um, at two different occasions where she saw me pull my balls out in a bar, mm-hmm. and both of those occasions were at that <laughs> bar. Yeah, 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 that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. That adds up. Yeah, Hell that yeah. adds up. Yeah. I actually discovered that my friend Natty has uh, a tattoo of a dollar symbol on his nutsack there too. There was a lot of balls out. Yeah, wow. A lot of balls. Yeah, out man, right part. on the ball too. Yeah, that was, yeah. Uh, that was pretty wild. He's a wild boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a wild one. Yeah, man. Um, man, they had karaoke there too. Oh fuck yeah! Yeah, yeah. I played many a show at 340. Hell yeah! Oh yeah, oh, yeah. tons yeah. of shows at 340. The yeah. I mean, like, um, just like an accessible place to see, like, uh, you know, like kind of touring, like anything from like you, you know, see the like dreadnoughts the punk, there. Right? It's just like what? What the fuck? They're like, oh, we love this place. It's like what? Yeah. This totally. is like a tiny. This is sick. Hell yeah! yeah there's I think Days and Days was uh, was one of those bands that um, was kind of like. Just so such humble traveling, you know, mm. fucking like touring punk band um, roots or whatever to where they're at now, um, you know, like a staple band. On I compare that. I love like when bands that. do that because I, f- I feel like compared to uh, or like they'll jump on like a super, super local show, like even if it's like mm-hmm. a bigger band, like totally. it happens. Yep. And it's kind of like when like uh, or like a really big comics in town and mm-hmm. they just show up at the fucking open mic or whatever. Oh, yeah. And you're like, what? And they're like, oh, this dude is love. like they just like playing. Like, exactly. And yeah. just being around it. Totally. Yeah. yeah. So that's that's dope. That's we always because when we first started comedy, it was before COVID. I remember um, uh, like we were like still already kind of like talking about the possibility of like starting shows and shit like that. And we always thought that 340 would be like the sickest spot to do it. Because I mean, like show wise, it probably wouldn't be that great with like the clientele and shit. But they would let you, like they would they let would us let, do whatever totally. the fuck we wanted. Oh to yeah, be there. yeah, yeah. Yeah, it would be fun. Like I, it's when when you have a place like that, that that's such um, like a community kind of staple or whatever, changing it from like uh, a ticketed venue, right? Because it's gonna be just basically like an asshole tax. It's like if you're mm-hmm. A daily drinker here, then we can't fucking tell you that you can't come in here, <laughs> right? They just yeah. wouldn't take no for an answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? But that being said, they did have um, they did the, they, they show yeah, shows they later in the night. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna take that back. That yeah. totally was possible. Let's yeah. get uh, Pub Three Forty back open. Let's um, <laughs> crowbar maybe. It's mm-hmm. yeah. I wonder what um, what the whole deal is. Like I did hear, I remember hearing at one point during COVID that like the owner was kind of looking to sell it, but I don't think that's happened yet because. And still, just they're closed, right? And if you yeah, they get so much flack from 
the surrounding area, like right. just like because of all the development that's happened there. Oh, like yeah. I saw it happen even when I was at the Cami. Totally, yeah. just like the like the Woodward's building for so long was like nothing can be done over that. Yeah. We were just talking yeah. about this the other night. And it was like you know just decrepit, rundown building. Yeah. And then we're like nothing can be done. And then like well we're getting the Olympics. And it was like yeah. oh never mind we're gonna put in like a gazillion dollars in this whole fucking totally. area, yeah. but not really help any. No yeah. Yeah, situations down here, but yeah. just build some nice ass shit. Totally. Yeah. And uh, so yeah, it's also all those apartments and all those things like yeah. they, they complain about the fucking noise. Like even the Camby is like oh, yeah. way tamer than it used to be. Like yeah. oh for sure. You know what I mean? Like the whole yeah. area. Well, is like, now it's it kind is. of like um, uh, you know, going in there unless there's like a like a, a punk show on. It's mm-hmm. not the bar that it used to be. Now it's kind of more like um, it's like a party. Uh, yeah, like just a, a party spot for like younger um, people. Yeah, for like that. super young yeah. students and stuff like that. You walk in there There's and like, like tour- so many tourists. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. fucking. It, it still has this like allure I think to people of like uh, it used to be I'd call it like, the nexus of the Vancouver universe, like mm-hmm. a block mm-hmm. in either direction really totally. does make a totally. world yeah. of difference. You would yeah. go one way and have. Yeah. Dinner in the sky. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> While it revolves. Yeah. <laughs> or you could go get like fentanyl. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> block, you could like, go block the other way. Yeah. So it's like, so, you know, I think there's a yeah. lot of like kind of North Van kids, a lot of suburban kids too that okay. come out and they're like, I'm in Van. Like, I'm in like the yeah. sketchy kind of area and it feels kind of cool and authentic. Right. But it's like, it's, it's really just this one kind of contained like, exactly. party place. And when yeah. even when we were in school there, I remember because we, at the beginning of the school year, we were going to the Camby a lot. And then at some point we switched to 340 because we were like, Camby is like too, like too much, you know. Way too, too much. Many. Oh my God. Working there was the worst. Yeah. yeah I was a bus boy. Oh, it would have been fucking I was a awful. bus boy when yeah. I started there. Yeah. Not good. Hell yeah. Yeah. So if you could go back in time, do you stop the Olympics or do you kill Hitler? <laughs> huh? Huh? If you could go back in time, do you? I probably just don't get in the restaurant industry. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Neither. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is all about me at this point. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> but you don't kill baby Hitler. Uh, I don't want to go back that far, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, honest. I only want to go back to like '92. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want to relive that as soon as possible. <laughs> that was a good time. <laughs> I respect that. I actually <laughs> do. Fair. I want to go back to '96. We're going to talk about uh, about that year in hip hop on the next episode. Version. Yeah, but, uh, but that, I think like uh, it'd just be cool to kind of see what was going on. Yeah, to yeah. kind of just roam the streets. I would like to just like. I would go year. back to the '50s. I like I've if 50s I did go back in time, it would be the '50s. It'd okay. Be like '55. Okay. Oh, yeah. Specific. Why? Yeah, '55 or '56. Uh, Elvis. Elvis is about <laughs> <laughs> is about to pop. Just just rock and roll in general is yeah. like. It's new crazy thing. There's yeah. so many things being invented. Like you're like, oh, look at this TV, and like, look at this microwave, and like, yeah. you're like, what the fuck? And like, everyone's got money. It's like, it's a really uh, thriving time. Like specifically in the states, if I could be like Palm Springs yeah. in the fucking fifties, like that would be the shit. Okay. Would, yeah. My uh, dad was born in '57, which is always kind of weird to think about. Is that he was born in the '50s? Because that seems like so like a fucking another world ago. Yeah. Now. Totally. Yeah. 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 I'm a big like uh, I like the whole aesthetic. Of. I like mm-hmm. the big mid-century modern. Like I like sure. all the look of all that shit. Even yeah. these chairs and stuff. You get it. Definitely. You get yeah. it. <laughs> I think like it's uh, like if you like uh, like aesthetically speaking and stuff like with like the fifties and then um, you know like the transition like musically or whatever. I think like from like your like Elvis or like your fucking. 
what is it, fucking Peggy Sue's and shit like that? Buddy Holly? Yeah, Peggy Sue, my Peggy. You know what I mean? It's fucking I was saying I was singing it to Jack the other day, but I was singing it like the wrong name. He thought it was Susie Q. Dude, just doing CCR as Buddy Holly? Yeah. Whoa. It was awesome. He's like, Susie Q. I was like, pretty sure it's Peggy Sue. I think Susie Q is a different thing entirely. Now I think about Buddy Holly singing like Creedence songs. Yeah. <laughs> I think we're on to something here. Oh, hell yeah, dude. <laughs> oh, man. But, like, if we're going to go to, like, um, every era has its, like, um, like its cool thing. Like, if it's, um, like, the 60s kind of, like, you know, like, flower power or whatever, JFK and fucking, like, mm. Charles Manson and stuff like mm-hmm. that. You know what I mean? Like, the that kind of um, Vietnam War, something's wrong in America. Mm-hmm. But, like, it kind of, um, you know... Uh, like the peace and love is also happening too. Like that yeah. kind of juxtaposition is cool as hell. The seventies with everything kind of like going to shit or whatever, but the cars getting cooler, mm-hmm. pimping shit like that. You know what I mean? Like the fucking long Cadillac Coupe mm-hmm. DeVille. That's what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I think I would just go back to drive the cars. I feel like now I don't know. Yeah. I just, well, I feel like know? every like generation, like when you're in it, you're like, fuck, this is the worst time to be alive ever. But then like by the time it's the next decade, like that's so romanticized, you know, like totally. even like, uh, obviously, Obviously, like the 80s, the 90s, but even now, like the early 2000s, everyone's fucking like, oh, for it to be fucking 07 again, you know? Yeah, yeah. it yeah. is crazy to be like, yeah. I remember being like people talking about how shit things were in the 90s. Everything yeah. sucks. And at it was the like time. all this yeah. like fucking crazy crime, like that whole LA totally. riots, like yeah. every fucking OJ fucking It is like this crazy shit yeah. happening all the time. And I remember being like, yeah, this is such a dark time for humanity. And I remember yeah. growing up in that being like, yeah. well, this yeah. Crazy that everyone is saying that about this generation, yeah. and totally. now From it's like, like, man, I bought those Jordans I had in '97. This is the shit. That was the best time ever. Yeah, yeah. I had a Charlotte yeah. Hornet starter jacket, dude. It yeah, was dope. It. Dude, <laughs> everyone had a Charlotte. <laughs> <laughs> Why, dude? I don't know. We were talking. Nobody likes the Charlotte Hornets. No and I also way. had a basketball. Who sport. played for the Charlotte Hornets even? I don't know if because it, it maybe just be like a BC thing. Maybe the did Bugsy Bugs play for the Hornets? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and um, but like I think maybe, maybe like one of like, every the fucking every starter player. jacket. <laughs> <laughs> such a sick teal oh, yeah, and the dude. fucking uh, yeah the hornet was yep. so dope yeah. too I remember uh, in the 90s too uh, <laughs> to, so I I was big on uh, the Furby trend mm. I had a Furby which is so I yep. had that Furby it might even still be I have so much shit from uh, my parents house that's in storage now that like every fucking time I see them they're like when the fuck are you gonna go through that shit because I never throw anything away um, and I'm pretty sure my Furby is still nice. there somewhere oh but uh, but I remember too. Obviously, beanie baby, beanie beanie babies were huge. <laughs> beanie babies. <laughs> that's this is how thing. we wore our pants <laughs> back then, bro. Just a little bean spout on it. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, it was just your nutsack. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, I remember fucking McDonald's used to give away beanie. Yeah. Babies. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Have you that seen the behind the nineties or whatever like that? The dark side of the nineties. No. Oh fuck! No. There's so many episodes. There's one episode of Grudge. There's one on just uh, talk shows, so like mm-hmm. Springer and all oh, that shit. Yeah. And there's one just on Beanie Babies, Man, and it is crazy, wild. Really? Everyone oh. thought that they were gonna go up in value or whatever, so everyone was fucking collecting them. And fucking Beanie Babies never went up in value. Well, they I, were like crazy oh, popular at one yeah. time, like, and then it's like, yeah, yeah they, no, they they go into like yeah. depth about how the crash happened and all yeah. this. Sh- it is 
wild. Yeah, There's I had a, a season lot on um, kind of like that Pepsi shit. Yeah, thing. oh yeah, oh yeah, because the McDonald's thing. I so I definitely got into collecting them mm-hmm. because of that. Yeah, there's um, uh, there's a cool documentary um, or documentary series on Netflix that just came out about like cybercrime and stuff, and like mm. kind of like the evolution of it, and um, and then like um, like individual episodes on like really notable cases. And the last two episodes, they're kind of like going after like the same guy, and it's kind of um, it's super interesting because this kid, um, it, it explains cybercrime in the way that uh, for it to work, you kind of need like a, like a triangle basically. It's like one person that can kind of like. Um, like offer the product or whatever or like make the thing and then facilitate the transaction and the other person that can actually um, like get the cash out or whatever Mm -hmm. right so this kid is like this like computer whiz kid and um, there's maybe like three or four um, uh, very specific uh, websites at the time that basically just dealt in like forgeries and stuff so you could get fake IDs um, fake college diplomas and like all this crazy shit or whatever right and um, it was kind of run through like a 4chan kind of like peer-to-peer website or whatever so this guy um, starts making fake IDs and blah blah blah, and then he starts to um, meet the person that like runs the website. And then once you start to get to like that level, um, there the website kind of operated with um, just people sharing information. So there's a lot of kind of like petty crime and stuff that's happening, but the people higher up that are kind of running the thing like really know like real like legitimate like hacking scams and stuff like that, right? Mm. So mm. this kid um, who's like the new whiz kid on the on the website just kind of shows up and he's making like um, really great forgeries and really great IDs and stuff like that. And he has like, um, like a five-star rating or whatever. So he kind of starts to um, get involved with these people that uh, run the site. And then they get into... Um, like millions and millions of dollars of cybercrime. It's fucking fantastic, right? But there's this part of that um, of that first episode where it's kind of showing the guy who runs the website and he's kind of talking about like his, um, you know, uh, just like get, kind of getting into into crime and like the first like kind of ones that um, uh, made him some money and kind of su- su- the, kind of gave him the idea that, oh, okay, I could be like a career criminal, right? So he um, sees on eBay one day that Beanie Babies are like fucking selling for like, there was like a really, um, like a short pocket in time where mm-hmm. they made like five grand or 10 grand or whatever for very specific. Right, um, like the Beanie Babies. ones. Yeah, right at, at, yeah. at like when the they were still coming out. The ones they had out. the little plastic thing over the tag. They would have like a little plastic piece yeah, on the tag. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. They just like knew what they were kind of getting yeah. into. They were a cash cow, right? But like after, so like the, um, now I'm not really too sure about it, but this was like the, at the height of them when they were coming out, right? Yeah. So when they were coming out, everybody was kind of collecting them and collecting them and there was kind of that um that idea that these things are going to be valuable one day yeah so then they would do limited runs and that limited yeah. run well, this yeah. one was like a fucking blue um mm-hmm. like elephant or some shit mm-hmm. right and this blue elephant was selling on ebay for like five thousand dollars a piece so this dude is like holy fuck like i gotta find me one of these blue elephants right so he goes to like every store in london and he can't fucking find him and then uh he's at like a barnes and noble or something and he looks down and he just sees like a fucking white elephant and he's like that's the same fucking elephant and it's only like five bucks. So he buys like fucking every one of them. Right. And he goes home and he tries to figure out how he could die at blue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's fucking, it's just hilarious because you get to see like the, like the mind of a criminal in like the sense, like if this guy put his fucking mind to anything else, babies. he would be fucking yeah. He would yeah, be successful. Yeah. But he's, yeah. he's about to be successful with this. He's like, um, die wouldn't work because they're made out of plush and blah, blah, blah. Right. Yeah. So he like finally found like a way to kind of do it. And then he was like, Oh fuck it. I'm going to give it a shot. So this lady, buys it like five thousand dollars and then he was like nervous about it but he was like okay so he sends it to her and she's like what the fuck this isn't what i wanted and then he's like but at that time i cashed the the money and fuck it 
And so I was like, it was a bummer because yeah. like they're kind of setting this guy up to be like, you know, this master Here, forger yeah. and shit like that or whatever, right? And he just, he just, that's he's just it, a just fucking five asshole. grand, yeah. yeah, dude, he's just a fucking dick, and like that's basically what it comes down to is like all you need to do is just like um is find a sucker and convince them that you're trustworthy, and then yeah. um, get like uh you need to send me like money orders and blah 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 before I'll send it to you. You know what I mean? Like all this like yeah, back yeah, yeah, back yeah, door yeah. shit yeah. that you would look at now as like. Yeah. This is a fucking scam, but in the 90s or whatever, you know what I mean? You people can kind of get no idea. Some yeah. people, like, that's what was really interesting about crime is that there's, um like, pockets of it where, um you know, um like, technology or, like, the crime fighting or the police or whatever haven't mm-hmm. caught up to it yet. So there's always, like, these, like, like great, um uh like, pockets of, of time where, like, um you know, like, like art heists were, like, you know, like, popping off or whatever when the, the criminal kind of became better than the security system that was available yeah. at the time. And then... Um, or became more daring anyway, I guess. And then um, if you go back to... I feel like, like that, um, secu- that art security has dropped a little bit in the past uh, oh, dude, month in the past, or two. Yeah, Apparently man. you yeah. just walk up to a fucking painting and put soup on it. Yeah. And yeah, just right. nothing happens. Yeah. Right? And just scream yeah. about the environment. Yeah. 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 There's oil. There's yeah, oil. Yeah. Like, so, yeah, yeah. Poor, on that like, canvas. Fucking, it's yeah. a beautiful oil yeah, painting. On, like, you a piece of shit. On a fucking Emily Carr painting who was like very vocal about climate change. People just fucking... Uh, it was like maple syrup or some shit like in the fucking Vancouver Art Gallery oh, so really? it just went up yeah and did like t- that's cool. the worst when, like, when someone does it at, like the Louvre yeah. or whatever like that or something big and then all these little copycat fucking ones happen yeah. afterwards yeah. it's yeah. like oh my god I hate people it's just yeah. like it's like fucking what do you like um uh, I don't know, like cutting soup. off your fucking hand yeah. to spite your face or whatever you know what I mean it's a yeah. stupid thing where like what does like the um, art industry yeah. have to do with like I mean like because you could just go to like BP well, oil like, or yeah. fucking like Shell gas stations and fuck shit up like why wouldn't you, you yeah know what I mean? it's like, like if to you're... start conversation it's like but what's the point of like ruining and it's it's like if it's, it's one thing if the artist or whatever is uh, polarizing or you know maybe whatever, they had yeah. some like shitty beliefs and you want to draw attention to that but when you're just like destroying like the artwork of an artist who specifically like was very outspoken <laughs> and like it's very like celebrated in like all like circle like I think Emily Carr like most people like are like fuck with her you know like yeah, she's yeah, yeah, pretty sure. she like you know, she's got was a whole a pretty school here. Yeah, yeah. And she's like... I didn't know she was an artist. In terms of like what we know about her, she by all means like seemed like a very eclectic person for sure. But, you know, was very outspoken about issues in her time that no one was talking yeah. about, like indigenous rights and climate change. And so to just like vandalize her artwork to to make a point... That yeah, makes all the co- sense. It makes yeah, total right? Sense. It's like, yeah, what I the totally fuck are it, you right? doing? I'm going to take yeah. the bus now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, what the fuck, right? Yeah. <laughs> but um, another interesting pocket of crime was uh, like like bank robberies, right? So like John yeah. Dillinger, um, you know what I mean? All of those, uh, all of those kind of Bonnie and Clyde and stuff like that. And the key to that basically was the invention of a V8 engine. It's like everybody in law enforcement had like the Model T fucking yeah, crank yeah, car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then a fucking V8 came out that literally blew its ass off the fucking road. Yeah. And um, John Dillinger famously wrote a letter thanking Henry Ford for making the fucking thing. <laughs> and it's just like, so that's just the coolest yeah. thing in crime yeah. or whatever, right? But it still got shot in the face. What it definitely is like with like scams and shit like that. I feel like... Uh, like back in the day like you could get away with like you could scam people so easily because oh, people yeah. were so naive to that whereas mm-hmm. like now obviously fucking well now you just gotta sell them nfts or whatever yeah. i think that, like, the <laughs> oh yeah so thing well you it, see yeah. it on fucking like on vancouver like buy and sell groups all the time of people like people will like buy something like a fake like tiffany's necklace or something oh yeah, yeah or like a fake, i don't like, even Louis fuck Vuitton with like even like yeah. yeah the shoe game is like that like yeah. it's like i yeah rarely do i buy shoes off marketplace like i don't yeah. know enough about all this shit and it's just like yeah. totally. it's such yeah. a fucking uh 
Yeah. yeah, it's weird. Yeah, exactly. It has to be like a, I don't know. I'm getting into like stupid shit or whatever. So like, I think the last thing that I bought off the internet was like a fucking <laughs> like a it was an MC Hammer uh, toy from the '90s that I gave to my friend for a Christmas present. It's yeah. really rad. But like, that's like a like I got to meet that person and like you know and, yeah. and like and and do the thing. But like, yeah, so yeah much, that's fucking. I think like if you can attach um, like value to anything and make some person like you know what I mean fucking like want it or whatever, yeah. then is it a scam? Like that's the interesting thing about like NFTs. I don't know what they are, but somebody right. paid somebody money for a picture and they think that it has value because then it, then it does you know what i mean it has value i yeah, guess if you think it's it, like what all but we like, collectively give me your phone i'll get just take a screenshot of it yeah, yeah exactly It'll save right? you a it's lot of money 100%. yeah, yeah. Be like, but you own it i'm like but i have it here yeah i don't yeah, yeah right i know there's gonna be a whole bunch of what fucking crypto like, nerds the... that are gonna go nuts right now that's yeah. not how it works if any of them want to come so on the show good. and explain it to yeah. us like i would love to i'd love to have i don't want that at all but i feel like i out of here but i don't want to hear your shit i feel like i've heard the explanation tons of times and still i'm like that doesn't make sense why it'd be so much money so, yeah. like i understand it what you're saying but it's still fucking stupid yeah exactly it's, I, it's, like i get what you're telling me and i'm telling you that's fucking retarded yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 It's but it is funny, like, like if you if you can convince a, yeah. uh, you just need a sucker right like if you can convince yeah. a sucker to pay you then like is it is it a fucking scam right like that like nigerian print stuff or whatever send me fucking money right. you know, like all the emails all of that shit is like undoubtedly a scam but there's something right. that like i kind of um you know like uh if you if you can respect a con man you yeah. know what i mean right like right. and there's sometimes like um like if uh if it's in like a church situation or like you know what i mean like here like follow our god and blah 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 you know what i mean like that can kind of there there's a lot of 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 cons or like you know what i mean ways that people could be like kind of you know disenfranchised or whatever taken yeah. advantage of and um it's called it sales, dude. A hundred percent. But you're just around. I'm like, yeah, I do it every day. Yeah. <laughs> you fucking sell sales, bitch dude. Selling zebra yeah, prints. It's, <laughs> it's called sales, dude. Yeah, yeah it's crazy. But yeah, it's not like, like common. It's like you do have to like, like there is a certain amount of like. Uh, it's weird though because like I feel like there is a difference between like if you are delivering on something, then that's different to me. It's yeah, like, yeah exactly. you were, there is yep. a service or whatever that mm-hmm. exchange where it's yeah. like. I think that's what the con thing is where I have a harder time respecting right. that because it's like, well, you haven't really given what you said you would give to this person. Totally. Yeah, yeah, when there is like still like an inherent value, like if you're selling fabric or whatever, you're still, you know, using that for a purpose. But mm. it's funny like thinking uh, like when something like Beanie Babies just becomes so valuable for no reason. So these like grown ass men are like on fucking like yeah. eBay oh, fuck selling yeah. these fucking plush toy for yeah, thousands of dollars. <laughs> it's like, who the fuck? Well, even like, who's that like, Gary, whatever dude? He's like, a lot of money. he's got a lot of money. Gary's something. I don't know. He's, <laughs> you're going to need to narrow it down. I'm sure there's I a lot know. of Gary's He's all over the fucking Anyway. Um, Who's Gary? He's like, he started his whole shit just by, you know, people just flip stuff on eBay and Amazon and shit like that. Oh, yeah. And that's it's what like, Shelby's dad does. He's huge. Yeah, he's but the fucking grind of that is insane yeah. to me. Because oh, yeah. he just goes to the garage sale and it's like, dude, yeah. it's like, yeah. yeah, he bought it for like 30 cents and I'll sell it for $10. But I'm like, that's just $9. So I'm like, God damn, you got to do that so many times. Like, yeah. I don't know. Jesus. Yeah, Shelby's I'm a big yeah. picture guy. Totally. <laughs> Yeah. 100%. Shelby's dad has been doing Nicole that shit since we were kids, and it's like, yeah, like every Saturday. 
Saturday, they're up early garage sailing and there's like a whole community especially like you know small town on the island but yeah, there's yeah. a whole like community of garage sailors you see the same people oh, yeah, yeah. and you're their fucking crack of dawn like oh, you're yeah. not rolling into a garage sale at noon no those are the people that you have you ever put on a garage sale those are the yeah. people that you're like Jesus, they're literally knocking on your thing. Like, yeah. oh, it's at seven. Yeah. I remember. <laughs> 6.58. Yeah, I remember fuck. when. Uh, <laughs> when Have you guys w- ever put your own garage sale on? Well, so yeah. yeah. I remember oh, yeah. when we first moved into our uh, to our, our house that my parents bought. Um, and so when we, we had the garage sale after we moved in. Yeah. And so, um, and so we had all this junk that we were getting rid of. And we're very amateur garage sailors and oh, so yeah. it's like i had my own table selling barbies and shit we had like <laughs> my brother's old bunk beds and shit like like garbage <laughs> fucking <laughs> garbage i remember fucking shelby's dad um <laughs> hardcore garage sailor you know they knew we were having a garage sale did you guys like there. know them yet Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, Shelby okay. and I have been friends since we were five. We were All in right. the same kindergarten class. You come turn so, his nose up at your shit? Yeah, he came. I, so I remember at the at the time, I'm sure they are very polite at the time. I don't think they bought anything. But uh, but I remember, like, years later kind of talking about it. And, and uh, Shelby's dad, he was like, oh, yeah, I remember when you guys had a garage sale. You had bunk beds. <laughs> it was like you could hear it. And it's just like so it was such like an embarrassing garage sale. <laughs> in like the world of garage sailing. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah. Not up to snuff. Did yeah. you, uh, you have a good one? We had it. Yeah. Well, uh, tragic for me, actually, because oh, okay. we had it in this garage. I remember it was on Fourth Avenue in the T-Walls. Okay. And uh it was like kind of in the summertime, and like we, we were just getting rid of. Well, yeah, we just moved or something like that. Our thing was when my mom got for like when she got remarried, and was like, mm-hmm. so there was a kind of a joining of things. So it's like we had to get rid of a bunch of shit. And like, I wasn't like into tennis or playing tennis <laughs> okay. by any means. Okay. okay, let the record show. Let the record show. But from time to time. Dabble? You get high with your friends. Oh yeah, and oh, sure. you play some tennis. Sure. Oh yeah, because no, no, it was no, right no, at I the res, at the res, which were like the skate parks there. Yeah. Okay. Because like we'd skate there, and then the tennis courts were there. It was like yeah, so whatever. Yeah. But a week later, after the garage sale, I go in to get my my racket. Yeah. <gasps> Nowhere no. to be found. Oh, oh no! Hey ma! Hey ma! Mama! Hey ma! <laughs> you got yeah. some explaining to do. Where's Where's my tennis racket? <laughs> right? They sold it in the garage. And it wasn't, I'm like, it wasn't marked. It was no price. But it was like, uh, it was one of those situations where it's like, uh, we had like this rack of shit where it was like, you hang yeah. whatever. And because it was like a tennis racket, like fit on the nails, like fine. Yeah. So we yeah, just had. Yeah, so I yeah. think one person was just at the table and they're like, oh, how much for the tennis racket? <laughs> my mom's like, I don't know, 20 bucks or whatever. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> yeah. I was oh, devastated. No. I acted like they had taken it away from it. I was like young Andre Agassi. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to deprive have any this idea? talent. Do you have yeah. any idea? Yeah. 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 You're taking this uh, talent away from the world. I went, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I went full McEnroe. Yeah. <laughs> I was smashing shit. <laughs> yeah. It's I a fault, Vaughty. <laughs> I went through a bit of a tennis phase as a kid too. We were fucking, we'd fucking bat because there were tennis courts at my elementary school. So sometimes during recess, we'd fucking yeah, yeah. bat the ball around. There was actually time. one time. Uh, this is a little off topic, but me and my my friend Madison. Um, 
we uh in grade six we both had a huge crush on this guy uh who had been like the heartthrob of our of our grade all through all through elementary school and we we were the weirdest fucking kids in the world we decided that to win his heart we were going to try and figure out what his type was and so every day we would come in different personas and different like get-ups women are amazing I'll just change my entire wardrobe. Sandy be girl next door tomorrow. Big titty goth. No, but except we were so, we were such like, it wasn't like I'm going to come as like a goth or whatever. It was like, one day we're going to come to school as detectives. And so. (laughs) (laughs) Just in case he's got that Nancy Drew hit. I had like a fucking. Nancy Drew hit her. I had like. I had this one I spy day, a Harriet? Yeah, I, yeah. I had this like... I spy a cutie <laughs> over there. What <laughs> am I... Fucking uh, one year, my uh, <laughs> yeah. tre- oh, like like I a trench coat very, yeah, and a so plaid hat. We had fucking... You went we Sherlock. Fucking, I was going to go Scully. We had fucking... Me and Maddie had fucking matching fedoras. And oh I had this... Because one year for my, my tap class did a did a dance to Singing in the Rain one year. So oh, I had this fucking... I had this white fucking pleather trench coat that I wore. And I had this fucking notebook that I was carrying around all day. <laughs> Need a notebook, cigarettes, <laughs> yeah. black coffee. I love it. Like you start talking to him like you are with like... <laughs> Sitting around, saying, fucking interviewing people. So we're gonna go over this again. Where Uh, were you last night? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then, but one of the days was we were gonna be sporty girls, and so we fucking came in like fucking mini skirts or mini skorts, rather, carrying around tennis rackets. Yeah, skirts with shorts underneath. Oh, skorts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But we were yeah carrying around tennis rackets, had like the fucking sweatbands and nice. shit. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Nice. <laughs> I was just I was just about to talk shit about a skort, but then I just realized like where I'm at in my life. You know what I mean? Yeah, right? yeah. Be the, to like grow into the man that you want to become. When I was a kid, I was like, man, skorts suck. <laughs> right. But now as an adult, I'm like, skorts should be on every like. I every still <laughs> I still have a skort because uh, uh, it's a. Uh, I mean, so it's close a, every young lady. It is yeah. so close to skort, guys. That's <laughs> why I'm like. That's why I'm like what? Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna wherever. Yeah, <laughs> but it's like you're uh, squirting at yeah. school. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, in a trench coat, she <laughs> just turns the faucet on when she yeah. walks. What the fuck? Yeah, these squirts were very. Man, like, see, these squirts are really good. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> pretty hot under these squirts. Huh? <laughs> They were very Slide like, down the hallway. Uh, like 90. It was a very 90s thing. Uh, like back to that, though. But so <laughs> like when sporty spice look. Kind of yeah, yeah, exactly. And so since obviously fashion, like there's been a resurgence of 90s along with every other decade. 90s is back. But, um, yeah, for sure. But yeah, so I, I found a skort at a garage a couple summers ago. And I decided to, to pick it up. Uh, so I, have a, I do have a skort. Shout yeah. out to skorts. Yeah. Shout yeah. out to skort. Sure, Johnny's uh, going to have to work <laughs> a little harder to get under it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, but we have a great album to get that into. We do. Um, but first, <laughs> we have a 
breaking oh, oh. news <laughs> story. Um, there, I forgot we <laughs> talked about this. All right, nice. <laughs> there was a, a creature found in a lake Ooh. in in France, Ooh, a lock France. in France. <laughs> <laughs> and I know what you're thinking, but this wasn't a uh, Loch Ness monster or a Logopogo, as they do, <laughs> as they say. <laughs> But this creature goes by the name of the carrot. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, who isn't afraid of produce, right? Like, tell us more about the carrot. Um, An angler reels in a 67-pound goldfish (laughs) named the carrot. (laughs) I love love it. There's a listener right now. Like, man, maybe this would be Bigfoot or aliens this time. Like, what are we going to do? 67-pound goldfish. What the fuck? Um, for so we have another uh, um, a great piece of journalism here, some great writing mm-hmm, mm-hmm. before us. It's so um, good. For we'll put angler, some pepper on it. yeah, for angler Andy Hackett, any fin is possible. Oh, oh, oh and we're off well. to our great start. <laughs> <laughs> Hackett, a 42-year-old fisherman from the UK, recently caught a goldfish so massive that people are calling it a monster. Mm. Um, and now I will, I will edit. I'll put up a, a picture of the goldfish somewhere on the screen here because you gotta see this. You gotta see this yeah. fish. If you're a listener, I recommend you just googling uh, goldfish the carrot. I had no um, fucking idea they could get to 67 pounds. Yeah, I mean, fucking, like, this guy's a beast. And so um, the goldfish, who goes by the apt nickname, the carrot, is that apt? <laughs> Carol. I don't know. What is the apt? What does that mean? Like, appropriate. Oh, oh. Yeah. Knew that? <laughs> I don't know if it is the most appro- I mean, color-wise, it's a poe, but he doesn't, he's not yeah. shaped like a carrot. I mean, no, really? it's it's a great name. Like I love, yeah. like it, it it is like when you see the photo and it's you see that it's called the carrot, you're like fuck yeah. But it's not. I, I feel say. like it is such a great name because it does feel as if that was a small child's fish that got yeah. flushed down the toilet yeah, and has okay. made it out of the wild. Yeah, like, oh, it was carrot. Carrot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you, you carrot. Carrot. <laughs> Oh, you do it, kid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if this 40-year-old angler that reeled him in is the little boy, right? Oh. He just, like, he's, been, he's just been trying to reunite He's just right? been trying to find the carrot. It's yeah. like... Um, reunited by putting a hook through your yeah. mouth yeah, exactly. and dragging you in. the fuck have you been yeah. It's crazy out here. It's like, <laughs> I immediately, when I saw the photo, my mind immediately went to the movie, uh, what's it called, Big Fish. Oh, Big Fish. Big Fish. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know the movie? I said the one with the things come down. It's or a whatever. movie about oh. a guy that goes to see his dad on his deathbed, and it's a really beautiful father it's, son okay, movie. Yeah. Hard pass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what. But it's 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 such a it's such a great movie and like the symbolism of like of the symbolism of the fish and stuff. But I just saw. But just imagining that movie with great this fucking too. yeah yeah with this fucking fi- with the <laughs> carrot as the big fish. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he was reeled in by Hackett while fishing at Blue Water Lake. <laughs> it always comes back to John <laughs> Um, while fishing at Blue Water Lake in Champagne, France Mm. the 20 year old female you know what they make there eggnog hey (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, the 20-year-old female koi carp weighs yeah. in at a staggering 67.4 pounds. I mean... So it's a koi carp, isn't it? Is I think that, I think that is just, the family of that that what is. goldfish are in. Yeah. I think it is a situation of like, the fish will get as big as so that's, their yeah. environment. So, so it's so like, that's, that's why goldfish are so small. Exactly. Oh. So that's uh, when I found uh, this article... <laughs> It was like a. It was a few days ago. I saw it, um, and I sent it to to my friend Shelby, and we were laughing about it. And I was like, I've I had no idea that fucking goldfish could get bigger than like your fucking thumb, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Um, but she was like, Yeah, I remember as a child hearing that goldfish will get as big as the er- their environment allows it, but never pictured it on this By fucking scale. It's crazy. Giant yeah. ass fucking lake, like I yeah. guess. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Everything. I had a goldfish when I was a kid. And it was um like uh, the. Uh, for Christmas, my auntie got me this um, fish tank that was so fucking cool because it was like um, it was like a baseball, it was like an MLB fucking um, like baseball fish tank, and it was like um, the base of it was like home plate and shit. So yeah. it was a really fucking cool thing, and I had a goldfish in it, and I was like, this one I was like really uh, really little kid, and then over like the time I don't know if like, I oh, left I have and a whole then I came team back. of all stars. Oh, that's it a was, great yeah. fish tank, right? So yeah. cool, but like um, after like uh, a while, I think like the three fish or whatever that were in there, it, um, there was only one remaining. And I looked at this fish, and I don't know if it fucking, like, ate the other fish or or what the deal was, but it, like, lost all of its pigment, and it got, like, twice the size. And then I confronted my mom one time, being like, is that the fucking even the same fish? Yeah. And my mom's like, what the fuck, you think I took a different fish in here? Or yeah. whatever, right? So, like, I don't know, maybe that's, like, my distrust for authority or whatever began right. at that fish. At the but, fish. Yeah, because yeah. I just, like, re- I always marveled at, like, the fact that it was just this tiny little goldfish right. and then all of a sudden it's, like, this, it's, like, a fucking, like, a river fish. Yeah. yeah. It's just, like, white. Like, it's a fucking trout now. Like, it just didn't <laughs> <Yeah>. turn into <laughs> uh, Needless to say, people are falling hook, line, and sinker <laughs> for Andy and his prize catch marveling over the sheer size of the fish. So crazy. I mean, so orange. It is so orange. Like that's crazy yeah, too. It's is that the? Orange. It isn't like a pale. It's fucking got that like tangerine orange. Yeah. Like yeah. That, uh, is they eat koi orange. fish. So koi used to be eaten all across the United States, like for a very, very long time, as people were making their way west. Oh. Like it was in every, like it was brought over from England. So that I've seen a whole episode on koi fish okay. that, that uh, uh, Ranella did this uh, meat, uh, the meat eater show. Oh, okay. so they, they have a couple episodes like that actually, where it's like they just, just like go their whole thing. It's weird. It was this fish because like they uh, that used to be eaten in like, ev- like was very commonly eaten, and then like somewhere. I don't know if it was like from just like a disease thing or something like that. Yeah. It just became like we don't eat this anymore. Right. Oh, okay. There's a couple of foods like that where it's just like, oh, for some reason we're just like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, koi does like because now it seems like a weird thing to it's eat. Just like loses. It is like yeah, yeah. If you had a fucking koi, but our restaurants where you can still get koi fish, for sure. That's weird. Yeah. Because I feel like crazy. koi fish, they're more like almost like ornamental. You know, like they'll have, yeah, like, yeah, yeah like, right. I thought yeah. they're like because I mean, I you see them, um, like in a lot of Asian culture tattooed on white guys, it, b- big time. Well, yeah. I mean, the right. koi fish yeah. in general, it's like, yeah, it does have this other like that kind of meaning, but part of that is because it was this bountiful fish right. that people ate all the time. That's why I it's mean, dude, that makes that's sense. that's why yeah. it's like, like honored and, and considered on the, in the West Coast exact yeah. same yeah. thing. Okay, okay. We, uh, and um. Season 16 of Survivor that we're on right now, they came pretty close to eating a fucking rat. So it's yeah. like... I've yeah. made a bush rat before. Oh. To Panama. Oh. Yeah. How was that? It was pretty good. It was that bad. 
It was like a big, like, yeah. uh, like a possumy kind of fucking thing. Yeah, it was fucking pretty gnarly. How was it prepared? Uh, like, as I'm picturing, like rotisserie just, style okay, okay, on like, okay. uh, like over a fire. Okay. And you like the hair, like it was, fucking, dude, it was uh, fucking yeah. gnarly. I've had iguana like that too, yeah. uh, but that the bush I was pretty gnarly. But I was like. Uh, Ooh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't Ooh. know. So they, yeah, and so it wasn't even that big of a rat. It was like it was, I mean, a big rat, but in terms of like feeding a fucking tribe of six. No, people, I think one guy was gonna but, get a couple bites out of it. Kind of. But thing, it was yeah. like, well, they were all like, well, I wish you, because this rat was running around their camp. They're like, we should just like trap it and eat it, kind of thing. And so we got it, and then they had this it fucking like dead and fucking like hog tied yeah. up. <laughs> But then that fucking challenge, they won like four pizzas and like all this beer. And they're sitting there with pizzas. They're like, we're going to eat a fucking rat tonight. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, like in uh, in dire, dire straits, you'll you'll eat anything, of course, like mm-hmm. in the Survivor. Yeah. If there's fucking koi. The bush I think there. was a, because uh, I believe I wasn't like fully even eating like meat at that time. It was right. one of those things of like. Yeah, we're in the middle of like nowhere on this island. This like local dude has prepared this thing. It seems to be kind of a big deal that he's done this. So it's like, yeah, you you better you better have a fucking piece of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, That makes sense. I mean, I eat ass. What are you gonna do? (laughs) (laughs) According to Blue Water Lake, a carp fishery, the carrot was first put into the pond about 15 years ago and has proved to be a slippery fish ever Mm -hmm. since. Uh, she continues to grow while evading most anglers. Jason Crowler, a spokesman for Blue Water Lake, told FTW Outdoors that the carrot was added to the lake as something different for the anglers to try to catch. Her intense orange color is unique. Most large carp are pale or brown in color. According to The Guardian, she's believed to be the second largest of her type ever caught. I always knew the carrot was in there, but never thought I would catch it. Hackett told the Daily Mail of his hefty prize. I mean, this thing, like, this thing is fucking, like, fat. Like, this, she's got a fucking... It looks exactly like Donald Trump. She's got a fucking, like, paunch on her. Like, she's fucking... (laughs) She's she's carrying some extra Oh, she's been fucking... There's something about those kind of fish, too, where it's like... I don't know if they are related at all to catfish at all, but it's like they mm. all have that like this is big lips, like, like slimy looking motherfuckers. Yeah. Those fucking yeah, the yeah. fucking yeah. It's so that's the weirdest part of like the seeing this goldfish is seeing the face so big. It's like I've never like you see a fucking tiny little goldfish face, but seeing those like amplified, it's like when you see a like close up of like an insect's face or something, and you're like, Ugh! Mm-hmm. And, but you're seeing like a fucking massive goldfish face that is so like off-putting it's like almost like like uncanny valley-ish yeah. you're like oh, yeah. that's not supposed to be like that yeah, it's no. not a dog or a cat it just kind of <laughs> freaks me out you know what i mean that's fucking nasty i knew it was a big fish when it took my bait and went off side to side and up and down with it then it came to the surface 30 or 40 yards out and i saw that it was orange sorry i just clicked on an ad um, <laughs> not now. Save on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that is a good deal, though. Yeah, I, will, I, will, I mean, it is a good deal. I'm gonna, I'm gonna save that for later. <laughs> um, it was brilliant to catch it, but it was also sheer luck. It took Hackett about 25 minutes to reel the carrot in. Once he had her, he slipped her out of the water for a few quick photos, and she was released. That sounded creepy. Mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, he fucked that fish. <laughs> fucked that fish. That was gonna be my next question, right? You fuck it if you like. I mean, if oh. you find it, you fuck it. Right? No. <laughs> no. No. 
Well, you don't. You're you don't gonna deflower the carrot. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. what have you done with the carrot? You don't go in the carrot. <laughs> the carrot goes in you. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, if I must, I mean, it is tradition. Get in there, carrot. Uh, uh, yeah, a video posted by the fishery shows Hackett gently placing her back into the water before she gives a few splashes and swims off. Nice. As if the carrot is still. Uh, alive and well yeah. in the Blue Water Lake. Uh, I wonder how long goldfish live for. This is a 20-year-old goldfish. Yeah, that's yeah. a lot longer than uh, I, I was yeah. told. Uh, yeah, right? I thought uh, like a goldfish. Week period. Yeah, right? I literally think that's what I was told. I'm like, oh, they have like a fucking month. Yeah, is that they they notoriously crazy. don't live that long, but I Anything guess I guess when though. they're kept in a fucking little tank then yeah. Yeah. or like well, a bowl. Like what is it about the water though because there's like like things under the water tend to live longer than things on land. Is that like fair to say? Like, is there like forty-year-old mm-hmm. bears and shit like that? Right? There's like there's like hundred-year-old turtles and shit. Right? Yeah, yeah. But yeah. turtles are like land-based. They're both. Too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, they're definitely not forty-year-old bears. Right? No. 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 We can say that for no. sure. Or just can't yeah. hack yeah. it with yeah. like with all maybe, the yeah. maybe they well, get all the twenty. Like bear maybe society, I think there's right? probably. You know I mean, maybe in the ocean, like there's more kind of places to hide. Like maybe you're there's less still, like, in the open. Still, like gnarly predators in there. Yeah, there are definitely some huge predators there's in the just, ocean. Yeah. In the, uh, but maybe in like a lake kind of thing. Like they're presumably the carrot's biggest threat is humans, and mm-hmm. any any angler worth his salt is obviously going to release the carrot back into the lake. Yeah, I wonder what kind of like yeah. predatory fish are mm-hmm. in I this lake. I would say the goldfish probably, probably scares most. To, most dangers away. There's yeah. no way if it's yeah. 67 pounds, there's anything in a lake that's its natural predator or whatever. Right. right? I mean, like, I don't know if they got like pike over there because a pike would fuck that up. Yeah. Right. But I mean, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. These are all good questions. This, um, it's funny because we, we could, you know, I mean, we, we could answer that, but I like the show's about speculation. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes, it is. <laughs> We're not Googling <laughs> shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, no, I'm glad to, to hear that the, the carrot is thriving. The carrot's and, uh, thriving. Yeah. yeah. It's out in the world. You know what I mean? That was that was, mm-hmm. that was fun. Yeah, that yeah. Learn something but now, new. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> I suck. <laughs> I've been baked for a minute, but um, what I do want to get into for a minute here, if we can, is a gypsy punk rock record brought in by her gypsy friend Todd. Hey, <laughs> all right. I didn't know what to do. I was like, do we continue on this funk train? But I was like, no. I'm going to show my friend Johnny DeVito that I, too, listen to punk rock. <laughs> <laughs> or at least did at one point in my life. Oh, yeah, dude. Uh, and, a, and, and a very Thai punk album. Like, I mean, listening to this was very funny this morning because um, Gogo Bradello. I think it's super last minute, too. So I appreciate yeah. you guys even fucking giving it a listen. Uh, oh, of course. I should have been on that A fantastic earlier. band. Always been on the periphery of my punk rock thing because they are just like a, like a weird bid. And I mean, I like a little like flogged Molly or Dropkick Murphys mm. or something like that. Some Celtic kind of stuff. Uh, this and that. This band... Um, I think is notoriously one of the most like um, uh, I don't know it sounds experimental to me or whatever, but they don't give a fuck and they'll go anywhere they want to, and it makes sense that you like this band. Yeah, tell me something. The two thousand and seven. Yeah. Oh, hello. Hey. Oh yeah. Blood orange. Blood orange. Ooh, sativa. Ooh. Mm. Ooh. It'll keep yeah. it. Looks like the fucking. Right? Looks like the ooze in fucking. Right. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh yeah. It's well. Cool. Um, yeah. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Rest in peace to <laughs> the Green Ranger. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. The 2007 <laughs> release of the fourth studio album by uh, the gypsy punk band Gogo Bordello, uh, formed by Eugene Hutz. 
uh, Ukrainian guy, uh-huh. uh, moved to New York, met a whole bunch of other weird immigrant people yeah. to create this uh, amazing fucking rock band. Hell yeah. Uh, this is the, the form of the band I know the best. Okay. This is probably when I was the most like deep kind of into them. The, the album before this, Underdog World Strike, was like a really, I'd start wearing purple on it. And like kind of this, some songs that were like, oh, they were starting to be on the radar a little bit. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and then this album came out, and I bought I go, I bought this on a red vinyl press that I don't have anymore. And it's very sad. Oh, <laughs> very sad. Tragic. Uh, but yeah, this was um, this was such a fucking huge a huge album for me. I listened to fuck out of this album like so back and forth. I love the guitar playing in it. Mm-hmm. It was right before I think I was maybe like went to music school or like kind of. Or maybe after I can't really remember, but like it had such a big uh, influence on my style of playing, and also I got super mm-hmm. into like I had a gypsy punk band in high school or yeah. in uh, in college. That was awesome back here, and then when I moved to Panama as well, that was like our whole yeah. our whole fucking shtick. Um, There's something carefree and fucking uh, and and like and and not, it's 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 so punk in the way that. Um, it doesn't sound like the like the cookie cutter thing, especially for like side one dummy, like the record label that they're on. You could go right down the list. So many. They're great. not the casualties. I'll tell you that. <laughs> no, <laughs> and they're very cool because of it. Right? Yeah, and it's such a. Uh, I think bands like Gogo Bardell, and I think like a lot of punk bands suffer from this, where it's quite hard to capture them in a record in a studio. Totally. Their right. feel, totally their right. liveness, and what that. Underdog World Strike was, like, it was a great album, but it was like you couldn't. Uh, you didn't feel like the band was in one room together or whatever like that. And this was still like, didn't quite like, you know, it's quite yep. mixed down and stuff yep. like that. But you still really got the live feel. Oh, there's some of, energy here for sure. Of the band in this. Yeah. The first, the first track like how it kicks off is just so, uh, it's so good. The, um, Sergey is really uh, featured on this album, who's the violin player. Mm-hmm. He's like the Russian professor of rock and roll, so they <laughs> deem him. Uh, he's been with the band since like day one, basically, and he's like he's an unbelievable violinist. He's like he's in his sixties, possibly seventies now, and he's nice. like just an old Russian fucking dude who's unbelievable at violin. Um, the accordion player on this album, in particular, Yuri, who's not with the band anymore, is like. Unbelievable, a Polish guy, and he's just yeah. like, he's. <laughs> I thought something about them was uh, we were what your grandpa would call. Uh, never mind. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah, exactly. And then you, and then Eugene from from Ukraine, and then there's the two backup singers that are on. Everyone's met in this uh, melting pot of New York, which is right. like, so, so cool. 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 Yeah. So like the whole roots of this band being this immigrant punk band yeah. uh, is really. Uh, it's just super authentic. It's like, yeah, that's exactly what this fucking band is. It's like, right. totally. I thought that they were like, uh, I thought that they, they, I didn't know, like I'm listening to this, um, this morning, like I, like always kind of been on the radar, knew kind of about them or whatever. They did some stuff with no effects that kind of, I was mm-hmm. like, I, I, I kind of knew. Um, but finding out that they're like a, like a New York band, it's so funny because, um, Every other band that forms in New York is so excited to be like a New York band. You yeah. Know what I mean? Like the Beastie Boys or, yeah, yeah, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Kind of going all the way back. They were too. They, they guys, love like, it. But yeah, it's exactly. not a but typical New York fucking, band. Right. Yeah, but when I, yeah. I've, I've heard it, you know yeah. what I mean? And um, you know what I mean? Uh, I would think that the the Bronx are from New York before I would think the right. Coco Bordello are from yeah, New yeah. York, right? But they're yeah. such a proud New York band and yeah. they're they're massive there. Obviously, they usually, they usually do a New Year's show every year at uh, in New York and That's it's like so it's sick. fucking crazy. Yeah. Um, well, this album is produced by the band 
and uh, von was uh, Victor von Volt, who Ooh, uh, sick d- name. Yeah, Victor, Victor von, von Volt, Volt, who did like a bunch of stuff with Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds, okay. the Pogues, like a whole bunch of fucking sick. really good people. So him and like Eugene mixed this entire album together at the studio. Um, it is. It's such a good party album. It's <laughs> I think it's probably why I don't listen to them as much anymore. Right. It's like, oh, it just makes me just oh, want to slosh yeah. beer around and yeah. fucking like because yeah. it is it is that <laughs> that. Well, that was the thing. I yeah, like um, we uh, the, the homework this morning was uh, was two records, and um, yeah. I was glad that I picked this one to listen to second because there's <laughs> yeah, fucking, I did this one. You know what I mean? Too. There's uh, it's there's, so oh, yeah. like That's yeah. The, the only problem is that yeah, I did it at fucking you know nine in the morning just alone in the. Yeah. <laughs> it's got a great to, song, yeah. but you it does. Have, it's such a party record, but then it does like you have songs like Wonderless King, which is a single that came out. Great video for yep. it. Um, that was a really cool video. It is. There, it's weird because like they did seem kind of like oh a little bit of this novelty band, especially because of Eugene's voice. He has such a thick well, <laughs> Ukrainian yeah, accent yeah, when he talks yeah. and sings, yeah. and he's not a particularly record. like mm-hmm. amazing singer. But he's like, but he's really good at that style of like Roman Gypsy style singing. He right? does right. when he does like get sure, really yeah. into it because he's yeah. done albums with traditional Roma artists that are like. Okay. And he's fucking really good. Yeah. Like he's, uh, yeah. and I think that this album is like more accessible than you would might expect. To just kind of hear it. Definitely, the, yeah, yeah. Because I was kind of prepared. Because when you were saying it last night, and and said that it might be like a a a, a, a big big to listen to in the a morning, yeah. a yeah. bit, not yeah. sure, whatever. And then yeah, you were saying it's kind of a weird band. So I was kind of prepared for it to be like a not a difficult listening uh, listen in the morning, but uh, uh, you know, kind of a lot, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it, I, it wasn't like yeah, I. It wasn't refused. Right? Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> 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 Bringing it back. <laughs> it's a really great record. Yeah. The record that follows Transcontinental Hustle, uh, produced by Rick Rubin. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. It's a, a little more, um, little more like polished, I think, mm. like that. It's still a really, really great record. And then I kind of ended up falling out a little bit after that with the band because right. like there were so many new members and all this. Stuff. It was, right. was kind of like uh, kind of like when you like get really attached to a specific uh, dynasty of sports team. Yes, right. and you're like, yeah, these are the fucking dudes. And then it's like, mm-hmm. oh, who the fuck are these guys? Like yeah. Kobe Bryant. But yeah. there's yeah, yeah I, right. I, I don't. I don't care anymore. Now I just like basketball. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's yeah. like yeah. the Canucks now. It's like who the fuck are these exactly. guys? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, I kind of did fall fall out, but they're still do- they're still doing amazing things. I still see. I've got to meet them. They're like fucking. I saw them three sh- nights in a row at the Commodore, and it was amazing. Uh, oh, so sick, yeah. right. You I remember you uh, you yeah. telling us about that. A little great, while ago. Uh, great times. Mm-hmm. Uh, just some of the songs on this record that I'm uh, all about, like One and Less King is good, but there, as much as it's a party record, there are these great, like, um, kind of ballady ones. There's one called Alcohol that's like, that, I, I used to play that song that live all the fucking time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Of course oh. you did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, man, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> there's a fun kind of tongue in cheek thing. I got like this, um, like like almost like an idols vibe a little bit too, like the uh, like that American Wedding and stuff like that. Like, American Wedding is hilarious. Yeah, Another hilarious. great music video yeah, too, actually. Definitely, it's really funny. Um, yeah. There's a if you play the album on. I was YouTube, thinking about that I song know. at Ravi's wedding because I was like, oh. it's hilarious. Because <laughs> it's like yeah. it is a different style of wedding that's way better than yeah, these totally. shitty ones that I'm used to. Yeah, yeah. right. Um, but uh, yeah, there's like there's a cool. Um, uh, if you watch it on YouTube or whatever, that it cuts in the um, like the videos or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like as you're just like listening to the album and shit. It's, it's, it's mm-hmm. cool to watch. I think uh, like with this album and uh, with like other albums you've brought in, I always find it interesting. Like 
shit that you mentioned that you like kind of listen to partying and stuff that mm-hmm. it isn't like soiled for you now if that yeah. makes sense like i always find that interesting that you can still kind of you know make different associations or or something like that with it you know yeah well like there's i think there, there's probably some no I've, no there's not there's, i still listen to everything yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah this is just so good and like right. honestly god this this uh once i discovered this style of music of mm-hmm. just Rome, like I did such a deep dive into like right. old fucking crazy gypsy shit. That's like, and it influences my guitar playing to this day. Like uh, the the uses of like, um, they call it like the Hungarian scale, and it's mm-hmm. kind of this like harmonic minor scale with like a couple notes, two notes that are changed specifically. That yeah. like, if I showed you guys it, you'd be like, oh yeah, that's a gypsy. Right. That that is it. Right. Like there's like a minor scale, but then there's like a gypsy scale, and it's like the it's one specific note that you're like, oh yeah, that Weird. makes total fucking sense. Right. Um, and yeah, just every everything everything about it. Uh, my live performance was affected big time from watching Gogo Bordell. I was like, oh, oh yeah. yeah, like we would just yeah, we the same thing. Like stand on tables and kick fucking wine glasses. Like, <laughs> it was just super rowdy rowdy party time. Like yeah, yeah. totally. Um, such a great band. Right? Such a great yeah. such a great fucking record. Yeah. Uh, this the the cover of this record is really cool. It's like this yeah, really bad like Photoshop yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. And the two uh, backup singers that are like kind of the hype girls too at the time uh, are have these buckets on their feet. And they're called mm-hmm. fire buckets. And it was just a point in the band where Eugene thought it was just hilarious to have these buckets to like. <laughs> so he would put these buckets on their feet, like they would stand like that, and then he would like do this whole drum solo, <laughs> like under, or like he'd put it over the microphone and do it. <laughs> Uh, they've had like several things like this over the years that it's like uh, it was a fire buckets for one thing and then it was Eugene's crowd surfing on a kick drum like they would do that a lot Uh, this has been a bunch and then it was just wine and it was like yeah you just get wine spilled all over you he'd literally (laughs) have like 12 bottles of wine lined up when he started the show and they would keep bringing them because he would just like Everyone's just so soaked. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like the fucking blue man group. Yeah, for real. Yeah, yeah. 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 I like when bands do that, though. Anti flag is a story for like at the, just at the very end. Um, they, they do it really quick and everybody kind of like knows what to do, but they'll get off the stage with um, just the snare and hi hat and, uh, and the bass drum and put it there. And then Chris, number two, their bass player will stand on the bass yeah, drum yeah, right yeah. On the floor and do like, like one or two songs, like some of the really fast old shit or whatever. And you're kind of there. And I got like one of the best fucking photos I've ever taken, like right there. But you're watching somebody that's like a fucking like a bass virtuoso, just like scream that old shit or whatever. Like the reason that I like this fucking band. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you're just um, <laughs> a couple times that I've seen it, I've actually been like one of the like the walls or whatever, like pushing the people back, like mm-hmm. let them do this. Everybody's just like trying yeah. to crowd or whatever. But like, there's um, I've it was funny because I walked away from one of their shows one time, and somebody's like, "Fuck, they do that again." Like, it was like a gimmick thing. I was like, yeah. that was the coolest fucking thing. <laughs> you know what oh, I mean? like, yeah, of I course. Like, like what are they going right? to do something new every fucking yeah, yeah, night? Yeah. Like, uh, get yeah, out totally, of here. Right? Yeah. But I'm a fucking, I'm a fan. And I like the, I, I like Of course. Shit, right? I like so seeing them people do like the same this. thing several times, like yeah. over the, totally. although I will say when I saw them at the uh, Gogo Bordel de Commodore, it was mm-hmm. a new set every night. That's, That's sick. sick. Yeah. yeah. Completely different. On, on that talk, and we've talked about for that uh, before with like bands we followed around and stuff. Uh, again, kind of tangential, but uh, Blue Man Group. Hey, okay. I couldn't tell you how many times I've seen the Blue Man Group. Are live. you fucking? I am a hundred percent serious. What? It was. <laughs> you, can't, you can't tell us. I how many literally couldn't even. Did we? Would you have to kill us? So because of that situation? no, I mean or? like is I've seen them so many fucking times I've lost count. And so like, like the we, real Blue Man Group or did you? You see some group. like 
So guys like, painted blue in Kelowna. No, no, no. Yeah, dude, so, with some so PVC pipes. Like, into a <laughs> no, no. So it wasn't like no. So it wasn't like it wasn't like we would follow them around. But it's like whenever they came to town to like Victoria, we would always go, which happened more than you would think. And I don't think I've ever had the opportunity. To and see them not only that, but whenever we traveled I it was anywhere, a strictly Vegas thing. Whenever yeah, we traveled, Vegas whole time. whenever we traveled anywhere as a family, we would always see if there was a blue man group show in town we would oh, always shit. Fucking, to the point Yo. when i was like fucking i remember That's when i was like 16 hilarious. where i would get like annoyed every time they got tickets to the blue man group again i was like going through like a oh like yeah, fuck you want. mom and dad phase yeah. and be like are we seriously going to the fucking blue man group again <laughs> but we saw them the best blue man group show Here we go. I've seen. We were in New York, and they have like a home like theater there. You've seen the, how many <laughs> cities have you seen the blue man group? <laughs> um, I think we saw them in Vegas. Uh, we've seen them uh, quite a few times in Victoria and New York. Um, I think that must have been maybe Seattle if they've been in Seattle. But um, anyways. But <laughs> Uh, maybe like, I can't think of a time we came to Vancouver seeing the Blue Man Group, but it's definitely not out of the realm of possibility. Um, <laughs> We're looking this up yeah. immediately. But, after uh, the show, but in by New the way. York, uh, they had this tiny ass theater, and and we were like in the front couple rows. So we had the ponchos and everything, and it was like this theater was so small. There was one point at the end where they just started coming out, like walking on everyone's heads and shit. Uh-huh. And I remember me and Kelly looking at each other, being like, "This show fucking rules!" Uh-huh. <laughs> 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 it was like it was like at the point where like we'd seen Blue Man Group so many times, or like in New York, and we're like, "We're going to fucking Blue Man Group again." But then that show was so cool that we're like, "Fuck yeah, the Blue Man Group!" Uh-huh. And then Blue Man Group was awesome again for a bit, and then it was like, "Jesus Christ, we're seriously going uh-huh. to the Blue." <laughs> but and like my dad has like dvds of the blue man group live if you're like driving in the car with my dad and he doesn't have on like a bob dylan album or something and he puts it on shuffle there are <laughs> blue man group versions of songs come up that's on hilarious <laughs> yeah like i but like crazy <laughs> train but it's like literally yeah like i actually i will i'll put this photo up too there was one year where my little brother kelly went as a blue man for halloween (laughs) oh my god it's the funniest fucking photo because he had like a bald cap on but it's like a fucking child's halloween costumes it's not like expertly fitted so there's like this just (laughs) excess (laughs) <laughs> yeah. The like, reservoir he looks, like a, <laughs> he looks like a fucking a cone-headed blue man group at a child. And it's like this photo, it's like him in like the black turtleneck and Kelly, uh like God bless his soul. Like now like he like he's he's had, had like a huge growth spurt in high school. He's like kind of like a he's like a tall, like kind of thin man now. Good but kid, yeah. as a child, like he was like the the like the short like the short like big guy mm-hmm. kind of and and so that was short the, fat kill yeah yeah and so i have such like a soft spot when i see like a little fat kids so yeah. like, um <laughs> but uh but that was the face that he went in the blue man group as so there's this photo of him that's him in like the black turtleneck face completely blue this fucking ridiculous bald <laughs> cap that's painted blue and he's just like 
staring at the camera like eyes wide he has this like adorable double chin and he looks like this fucking like horrific like blue condom (laughs) (laughs) my favorite is all because you said you know it's like there's a bit of blue coming off on the turtle oh yeah oh Oh, yeah yeah. there's a a little bit of hair coming out of the ball cap like yeah yeah. oh yeah Oh man! Shout out to the Blue Man Group. I <laughs> totally for I forgot about that whole phase in uh, in my life there when we were fucking seeing the Blue Man Group what so a much. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's so funny. It's too oh, many yeah. times. Yeah. Literally, <laughs> I yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are like the only reason they're on tour. They're like, they'll come back. Yeah. I remember. They like the way we do, 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 do. I remember the last time we had tickets to the Blue Man Group and like my parents, I was in high school all, at the time. And so they picked me up on the way to Victoria. Kelly's friend was coming with us. And I remember being like pissed off because I spent uh, all my time at school and I just wanted to, to go home that night or whatever. And instead we're going to the Blue Man Group for like the fucking 25th time. <laughs> and I remember being like kind of like a, a sourpuss like in the fucking car like just being a downer or whatever and uh, on the Malahat there was like a huge accident um, and so we weren't able to make it to Victoria we didn't see the blue man group and I like felt like I was like God in that moment that I, <laughs> <laughs> good. I made that happen but that was the last time I believe we got tickets to the blue man group yeah, well, so bring I didn't it back. Let's yeah. run it back. I mean, I'm if Blue Man on. Group comes through, it's a good show. I'll I mean, fuck, sure. I would have such a fun time there now. Oh like, yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> they just are they're just percussionists? Is that the thing? They do a whole bunch of crazy shit. Just percussionists, please. Yeah. My God, <laughs> what an insult! <laughs> Motherfucker for not knowing the Blue Man Group. Yeah. That's cool. Um, but yeah, fucking great album. A uh, great, great app. I feel like we've been sitting here for two hours. We, fucking, <laughs> we almost we, had. We, yeah, that's, that's my fault. That's my fault. So, but um, we did. Um, we did start off at the top, and. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, no, no, I'm not going to go back into it. I was going to run back to Hitler stuff. <laughs> <laughs> just a quick recap it's of that. A I just think it's a funny concept that we came up with that we don't get to talk know. about. Is the reason that well, Hitler was so mad is because every day he's had to deal with somebody coming back in time to kill baby Hitler. He's had to kill it's, so many men. It's I know. definitely Why part you contemplate of it, yeah. that for sure, but on a gypsy punk album. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's Absolutely. honestly, it's a blessing that us kind of working through this theory out loud is not captured for the world yeah, to see. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. now we can go back and kind of polish it, but yeah, we, there was a lot of uh, raw ideas thrown oh, out absolutely. there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kind of ideas, uh, <laughs> yeah. dare I say, if we were on Adidas, we would be dropped. Yeah. Oh, sure. <laughs> hey, for sure. Only after an, an open letter to the editor. Yeah. <laughs> Checks over straight. Anyway. Yeah. 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 <laughs> All right, and uh, signing off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>